Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today is a little different. We're going to try and do this every week if we can. Um, We figure we talk about football a lot, so we're going to do a little bit of a football show. Um, All we really do is like recap the games from the week, and we'll give our predictions and things like that. We'll just talk about some of the things that are going on around the NFL. And um, this is a long one, so... First part's pretty long, and then there's another hour afterwards. I'll give you both parts today, and um, I think we're going to probably next week, we'll probably only do like an hour of it, and we'll still give you the regular podcast. So, uh, here we go. Don't give them clear shot. 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 Yeah, so uh, we're doing a, a new sort of thing today. It's something Seth and I have been talking about for a little bit of a while now here. Uh, we've been talking about doing... Uh, we've noticed that in a lot of our podcasts, we, we tangent, we go off in tangents about We talk about football. a lot of football. We talk about a lot of football, especially we noticed it, especially when we had Kevin on the other day. I think legitimately, well, plus we were watching the Browns game, but we legitimately talked about football yeah, for like the first. We should have left the Jets game <laughs> off. Of yeah, the TV. we talked about football <laughs> for like the first forty-five minutes. So we figured to keep uh, the people that uh, don't listen to us to less annoyed about our tangents about the NFL. We figured we'd have our own dedicated show. We'd still probably talk about it or mention it every now and then, but we definitely won't be going into forty-five minute uh, long uh, discussions about it in the middle of a conversation i mean yeah depending on our guest i would say yeah i feel like if we have kevin or bill or if jesse like ever it, decides to be on yeah mm-hmm. if jesse ever doesn't not have a fever if he's ever not sick yeah he's always sick apparently fucker that's uh, okay uh if you're listening jesse get well soon i'll see you at the bar tonight <laughs> <laughs> so uh first things first we're gonna do a week three week recap yeah uh, i guess we'll recap and then Go into our little debates, discussions, right here on out. Then maybe do some predictions or whatever. Predictions, some fantasy updates, uh, sit em or stardoms, you know. And then we'll tell you who's going to win, and we're going to be a hundred percent right pretty much every single week. So yeah, I mean, we always are. So I mean, we haven't been wrong about anything else. So we really haven't been when you think about it. <laughs> I knew the Cowboys would be one and two at this point. I totally wasn't confident in them at all. Yeah, they didn't. And I knew Miami would be three and zero. Nobody listens to me. Um. <laughs> so you want to start from the top? Top yeah. gun from the top. Top from the top. <clears throat> so the Jets Browns game. This one's the only game I actually watched uh, start to finish. Uh, we watched this when Kevin was on the other day. Yeah. Uh, it was a good game. Uh, the. You know, uh, the Browns, uh, the one thing I'll take away from this is Baker Mayfield is decent. He's really, yeah. I think he's going to be really good. You can tell uh, the entire mood of the Browns changed as soon as he came out on the field. It was like they were a completely new team. They were, huh. Maybe I can play some highlights here. Is that possible? Find out. Oh, yeah. A commercial. Sick. <clears throat> we're going to use the NFL app as our companion for this. Word. Yeah, we're not doing a video today because it would it'd be pretty distracting. 
we're gonna have yeah, uh, different slides and stuff like that going along. So if you're watching on YouTube at all, you which is probably only like four or five of you, but yeah. uh, I'm gonna think... show like some of the scores. I might just put up a chart of like all the scores. Yeah, and then uh, our predictions or whatever afterwards. Word. Yeah, sounds good. <clears throat> I don't really remember any. I, oh, I do remember Isaiah Crowell with that <laughs> that celebration where he wiped his ass with the ball mm-hmm. and then threw it in the stands. Oh yeah, that was that was great. That was pretty good. That was a good time. The um this game I didn't get to watch much of because my back was to it. Yeah. And we were all talking, but uh if you watch the last episode you can hear certain sections of the game. That it's we mostly were it's mostly about. Kevin and I gushing about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he is um, a he's a very handsome boy. Yeah, Cleveland's one of the four teams right now with a tie. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that somebody posted a thing on uh Reddit last Wednesday. They're like if Cleveland who was it? If Cleveland and if Cleveland wins and if Green Bay wins, what was it? All oh, if Cleveland and, and Pittsburgh win and then Green Bay and Minnesota lose, it'd be the first time that four teams were one, one and one. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. And then it does. Yeah. And then I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, what the fuck's going on with this goddamn season, dude? It's it's already insane. Well, you have the Cowboys, who everybody thought their defense was going to be absolutely awful. And their yeah. defense is stout, and their offense is awful. Well, I think there's a lot, like, I feel like the rule debates are, like, big right now. Oh, I think yeah. that's a part of it. Oh, for sure. I don't know. It's, it's a, you, With week three, you never really know. It's like, yeah, even really, New England, like, starts slow usually, and then... The first, I'd say the first four or five games are really a preseason. A lot of times it's the team that starts strong that does jack shit like later on in the season. So Kansas City, I'm looking at you. Yeah, if we're going to do quick bit by bit, man, Kansas City, they look really good. Patrick Mahomes looks really good. I think as long as they stay healthy, they'll be all right, but it's hard to do that. Uh, Cincinnati looks decent. Um, Carolina looks all right. Baltimore, there's a lot of teams, like you said, week three, it doesn't really matter too much. You can't look too much into it, but I'd say uh, a lot of the teams that I was expecting to be good are one and two or oh and three. A lot of mm-hmm. teams that I wasn't expecting to do jack shit, like Miami, are three and oh. Yeah. But yeah, biggest takeaway from the Jets-Browns game, the Browns defense is great. Baker Mayfield's going to be starting, and he looks already ready to do it. And Sam Darnold, uh, he didn't have the best game, but he still looked decent you know uh isaiah crowell honestly i think is a real deal at running back though i think it's his third straight game with a touchdown he's always pretty solid and he's averaging like 80 80 or 90 yards a game he's like one of those guys that's like dependable i feel like he's like a dude that's not gonna like put up crazy numbers yeah but he's a guy who's gonna still like fucking pound the fucking he kind of reminds me of you definitely remember him from Pittsburgh, Rashad Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. How he was he was like a solid 4.0 yard per carry kind of guy, yeah. but he wasn't too flashy. Or like uh, Tatum Bell. Remember him from Denver? Yep. I think Isaiah Crowell is like right outside the top 10 for running backs, but I feel like... They're guys that aren't going to last. They don't last long in the league. They're no. guys that go right up the A-gap and just fucking lower their head. Yeah. Just try and get lower than the fucking linebackers. Yeah, and it's crazy because a lot of people think, too, like uh, 
a lot of people think of Marshawn Lynch as like a power guy, but he's, he's really, really he makes a he makes a quick move, yeah, and then he's just hard to take down. He's just a one cut back, but yeah, he, but he's just like. Yeah, like you said, he's very evasive, and he's able to break tackles. Yeah, that's another guy that I wasn't expecting. You know, Marshawn Lynch is, what, 33 years old? He's still kicking ass. Adrian Peterson's still doing really well. Yeah, Peterson looked good. Yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to get at is uh, the next game we're going to talk about is the Mm Saints-Falcons. And I'm really surprised that the Saints are doing this well without Mark Ingram. Uh, Mark Ingram, he's really their ground and pound guy when you have Kamara as like the scat, you know, kind of Darren Sproles, yeah. you know, sort of kind of player. And uh, this game was a shootout. I watched quite a bit of this, and then I watched yeah. the final few minutes, and then overtime. Ten touchdowns between both quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, I had Drew Brees on my fantasy team, so I was definitely watching this. And I don't like the Falcons, so I was definitely loving it the whole time. The problem I'm going to have with it is the Fal- the Falcons, their defense is, like, dead. They lost um, Ricardo, Ricardo Lewis, their safety. I'm pretty sure they lost Deion Jones. They lost, really, like, three of their top five starters on defense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't think Matt Ryan and the offense are going to be able to just take over. And I think they lost Devontae Freeman for a while, too. That whole so division is always five weird. touchdowns. Yeah, look at that. Matt Ryan, three hundred seventy-four, five touchdowns. I don't think either of them threw a pick, did they? No. Yeah, that's the craziest thing too. And Drew Brees, three hundred ninety-six yards, three touchdowns. Neither of them threw a pick. Right. I mean, Calvin Ridley, three touchdowns. He's gonna be the real deal. He is really good. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing is like if you get looks in the red zone, like. Your fantasy value goes up, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, I mean, at least with Drew Brees, obviously he spreads the ball around more. Oh, my God. Yeah. How many guys did he complete a pass to? You got Thomas, Kamara, Watson, Carr, Hill, Ginn, Meredith, Line, and Williams. Yeah. So that's I mean, what? He, nine he, guys? Yeah. But Brees is just, I mean, he's, he's Drew Brees. Yeah. You know, it's like, he that's actually, a guy, it's so weird because Drew Brees, I feel, is always underappreciated for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people know how good he is, and they, like, acknowledge that he's good, but no one ever talks about him, it seems like. Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback in the league. It seems like Brady and Rodgers are, like, the two that everybody talks about, and then because the Saints are, like, kind of under the radar all the time. Yeah. I think it's partly, too, is that Brady is Brady. Right. And he plays for New England, and they've been good for the past 20 years. Then Rodgers plays for basically the most historic franchise Yeah, of but all if time. you think about it, they... The Saints and the Packers both have won the Super Bowl recently. Yeah, but within the last Rodgers like, has years. what three MVPs, two. Yeah, Breeze doesn't have any. But it's like, if you look at consistency. Oh yeah. You know, oh text message. I think he's the only quarterback out there that has uh, more than one five thousand yard uh, passing season. Yeah, he's the only one. He just and he's he's really he's safe with the ball too. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. I he feel actually like. just broke the record for most completions ever. Did you see that? Really? Yeah, he's almost on his way to seven thousand. Nobody ever, nobody else besides Brett Favre has more than six thousand. Hmm. Maybe Peyton Manning. I can't remember. I gotta. We'll look that up later. So they're two and one now. The Saints are. And yeah, I feel like they, like I said, they're always under the radar, and they they only come out. Like, they fly under the radar until, like, week eight, 
mm-hmm. and then they either decide to be good or, or bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's really too. And uh, like last year, if it wasn't for the Minneapolis miracle, I think they would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they were better than the Eagles. Yeah, for sure. Drew Brees mm-hmm. is better than Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. For sure, Drew Brees is better than Nick Foles. I mean, really, yeah. when you get to the playoffs, it comes down to either is, not... your, is your defense better than the quarterback you're playing against? Yeah. Yes. Well, then well here's the thing. Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's different in football because it's one fucking game and you're out. Yeah. You know. And it's... if you're going to rely on a quarterback for one game, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody. But really, besides Rodgers and Brady, but even yeah. then, I would take Brees sometimes. I feel like it gets weird. It's like, uh, you know, in basketball or baseball, you got chances to redeem yourself if you lose. Yeah, that's why in basketball, you, you'll you never see an eight seed win a title because not very often is an eight seed going to take the best of seven from the one seed mm-hmm. then the best of seven from the next and then the best of seven from the next. Right. All the way through. That's why football is just, it's, it's better, man. We talk about it all the time. It's just fucking better. Yeah, I mean, I, that's... <laughs> that's... Kind of. I mean, yeah. The game, The fact that the games matter so much is what's... Yeah, each weekend is an event. Right. And it's all leading up. It's 16 weeks, seven or 17 weeks, 16 games. Yeah. Most of it happens in one day. You can watch fucking all the games pretty much at oh, once. Yeah. And then the best <clears throat> is just the hype from Tuesday, Wednesday, because you have the Monday night game, and then you have Tuesday, Wednesday hype, and then you have Thursday game. You know? Yeah, I feel like... With the, the th- I don't like the Thursday games. I feel like I talked about this already. Yeah, they're. I kind of don't like the Thursday much a games. Shit show. I I don't know. I, I it's so weird. Number one, it's weird that they don't have time to recover mm-hmm. from their. Say they play, if even if you play. I mean, they probably try and avoid it. I don't know if they do that, but I, I imagine teams don't play Monday and then Thursday. No, I don't. I imagine do. what. But even with Sunday and then Thursday, you only get a couple days of rest, and if you're traveling, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird the way they broadcast it because now they have it on NFL Network, they have it on Fox and Amazon Prime, like streaming or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that deal is fucking weird as fuck. Because like, why would you you sign that shit? Because you know, like, you don't know where people are gonna watch from, and I don't know that the ratings go to all those companies. Uh, as far as I know, ratings for the NFL don't count when it's streaming. Which is why people go, oh, well, the NFL ratings are down when really they're better than ever. But the Nielsen, whatever, and the NFL, they don't, they don't, the NFL only counts Nielsen ratings towards yeah. their rating system. Yeah. You know, they don't count people with Game Pass or Red Zone or people that watch at bars and stuff like that. Right. That's, that's but true. the NBA does. And the NBA still isn't even close. Huh. Yeah. You know, it's bad when more people watch the NFL draft than people that watch the NBA finals. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I don't know why people watch the draft in the first place. Watch the first round. I I watch the first round. Watch the first round, maybe the second round. I only care about our picks. Like, that's all I really care about. The rest of the shit, like, I like, okay, maybe the first 5, 10 overall. Yeah. That's all that matters to me. My dad and I, we get beer, we get pizza and wings, and we watch the first round. And Mm -hmm. it's awesome. We've been doing that ever since, like, we've been doing it for like two years now. Yeah. There's just a lot of downtime in the draft. It's like, oh, these guys are on the clock. Here's fucking seven minutes of nothing. <laughs> like, let's talk about who they might pick. Yeah, it's and then mostly they pick speculation. Not, yeah, then they pick not that person. Yeah. They show highlights of some dude from fucking Alabama that they're not going to pick. <laughs> Shit happens all the fucking time. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so what's the next game? What? Yeah, let's just get to the next one. Broncos Ravens. Broncos Ravens. Twenty seven fourteen final. See, I didn't watch any of this one. I have no idea what happened. The Ravens I, are a fucking weird team. Yeah. They're they're like the anti Saints. Mm-hmm. They're always at least nine and seven. You know what I mean? the The Saints are always at least seven and nine or six and ten. The Ravens are always nine and seven. It says Baltimore's twelve for twelve in the red zone this season. Really? That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, that probably includes field goals, though, right? So you got uh, Justin probably, Tucker. Probably, yeah. yeah. Justin Tucker's a solid fucking kicker. He's one of those guys that like doesn't miss a lot. Mason Crosby doesn't miss a lot. There's a couple guys that just don't miss. Robbie Gould, did you see about his stat? The yeah, Bears yeah. cut him three years ago or two years ago, and ever since then he's only missed one field goal. Yeah, they missed him from he or they cut him from missing like three in a row, and then he went to the San Francisco 49ers, and he's been fifty four of fifty five. I don't know that missing three in a row is enough to to cut somebody. No, I really don't. Especially when you're the Bears and you've had him on your team since he was like 21. Case Keenum looked real good. <laughs> 192 yards and in an interception. No touchdowns. See, but that's the thing is that with the Broncos, that's really all you need. Their defense is still <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> they just happen to run into the Ravens, who I really think they're, they're one of my dark horse picks. I think they're the best team in their division. Flacco's not consistent at all, though. It seems like he has a good game, like he has a really good game, or he just is fucking pedestrian as fuck. Like it's it's not anything. He's not anything special. It seems like he's kind of like Eli. I yeah, think he's yeah. almost exactly like Eli. Yeah, yeah, they're that same tier for sure. Yeah, they have like just these games where they go off and they look like a fucking elite quarterback, and then all yeah. of a sudden the next week they're like half asleep. Joe Flacco's entire legacy is built onto that Super Bowl run, which, in my opinion, is the greatest run by a quarterback of all time. Yeah. Where he had, I think, 10 touchdowns, zero picks, and like a 140-something passer rating. Yeah, he was definitely solid. I mean, it's like, like I said, I, he can play well. It's just, I don't know, he's not consistent for some reason. Dude, dude the motherfucker eats McDonald's and smokes cigarettes and drinks beer all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like Jay Cutler with a ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Ravens, I have Alex Collins on my team. I still didn't watch much of it. They, uh, I know their defense is pretty good. I know Brandon Carr is like the number three rated cornerback or number two rated cornerback in the league right now. Who's that? Brandon Carr. Yeah, and, Brandon uh, Carr. The Cowboys cut him last year, so obviously he's good now. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. That's the best career path, I think. Is to get cut is by to Dallas. Go to the, go to Dallas and get cut, and yeah. then you'll be good. Yep. Or if you're good and then get cut by Dallas, you're, you're awful. Yeah. Like fucking uh, DeMarco Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so I think the Ravens... Yeah, the Ravens are are decent. The Broncos. I like if, the Ravens. If, I'm not gonna like the Ravens deeper into the season, though. I don't think. No. I don't think they're gonna stay with it. I think the Bronco between the two of them, the Broncos definitely have the better staying power because their defense is younger. They've been together longer. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens. Your leading pass rusher is Terrell Suggs, and he's. I like, don't know that either team's a uh, contender. Yeah. I don't. I, think, I so. think if I had to pick one of them to make the playoffs. I'd have to go with the Broncos. Their division's the, the easiest. It's weird because these are both teams that have had like veterans recently, and yeah. they kind of lost like. And they their, both won their... Super Bowls recently too. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's the thing. They kind of fell off cliffs. Yeah. So now it's like a matter of if they can grab onto that cliff and fucking climb back up it. That's the thing, too, is that with the Ravens, their, their team hasn't changed much. No, really. not really. But they, they, when you lose veteran guys, that's kind you, of what you happens. You kind of lose the glue. Yeah. Then the Broncos, they lost to Keeb Tlaib. Yep. Who is, you know, still one of the best defensive backs in the league. And they upgraded their quarterback, I guess, from where the who the fuck did they have last year? It wasn't Osweiler, was it? Oh, it was uh, mm. Simeon, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but still that's another team. That's that's a team recall. that just needs a uh, like a pedestrian quarterback. If you got a good defense, you're fine. Yeah, I think I think that's the build I would ra- I would have nowadays in the NFL. Above it's average a, defense, a tough defense, yeah, and like a, a quarterback that's that can run your offense and be protective with the ball. Like if you had Tyrod Taylor on the Broncos, yeah. that's a good team. Yeah, if you had Alex Smith on the Broncos. Actually, I think Alex Smith is probably better than that. I think he's, I personally yeah, think he is. Surprisingly, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I think he is really good. Yeah. Well, you know, they're finally getting their money's worth. People are finally getting their money's worth for Alex Smith because that was the guy Sam Fran drafted over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they had they drafted him number one overall. Yeah, and a lot of people thought Aaron was going to the, to the 49ers. because he is from California. Yeah, he went to school at Cal. Yeah, and then. He gets drafted by Green. I've seen that video. You've definitely seen it. And he it. dropped a lot. He dropped to like, like what, 25th or something? Way, way down. And then he was he was the backup. He didn't even play for two years or something like that. No. Three years. There was a whole thing. Uh, Brett Favre. I mean, for those who don't know, Favre was still the quarterback when, when Rodgers yeah. was drafted. And he was still really good. Yeah. And this was like a situation where Rodgers wanted to play, obviously. And I think Brett knew that, like, this kid was the future. So he was a little sour about things. Yeah. And when Brett Favre retired, they put Aaron Rodgers in, and the kid was playing off the fucking charts. And then Brett Favre goes, you know what? I am i don't want to be retired anymore. I'm coming back. Comes back to the Packers, and they're like, you know what? Uh, we're going to stick with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And so Brett Favre uh, goes to the fucking Vikings, division rival, plays one of his best years he's ever had. Ever. I think his career year, maybe. Almost, basically, if if, uh, Greg Williams wasn't the defensive coordinator of the Saints and the whole uh, headhunting thing wasn't going on when they were purposefully trying to hurt him. Yeah. Yeah, he had one of his best years ever. It might be statistically his best year. They beat the fuck out of the Cowboys that year, and the Cowboys were, like, looking really good. They went 13-3. Mm-hmm. and three. Yeah. They had, like, nine or ten pro bowlers, and they bent over the Cowboys and beat them 31-3. to three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck. But it's the Vikings. They never get to have nice things. Yeah. Thank God. But, I mean, eventually it was just... <laughs> I mean, that was... A, it was a weird situation between Rodgers and Favre, and I thought, like, Favre was... I mean, at a certain point, Rodgers learned a lot from Favre, but yeah. I don't think it was directly from him. I think it was just from watching him. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, like, being mentored or something well, like that. Well, he did say he learned <clears throat> after the the game against Chicago, he said that, they're like, why did you want to come back in even though everybody said not to? And he goes, well, when you learn behind Brett Favre, you know that you're here to play games, and if you're able to play no matter at what level you have to come out and play. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly, I mean, nowadays they're probably okay with each other, Yeah, 
But there was, was definitely animosity there. For sure. I mean, that's such a tough situation either way. Yeah. I mean, especially for the Packers, that's a tough like spot to be in. To be like, this is our veteran quarterback who's done this for us. Like, I mean, it's Brett Favre. I mean, he's done so much for that team. He's one of the he's one of my personal favorite of all time. I know yeah. I said Breeze is my favorite right now, but Brett Favre is up there. Yeah. He was oh, just, he so was fun just fun to, to he, exactly. he's fun to watch. He was I mean, so fun. He, and he didn't give two fucks. Like, he would just throw the ball as hard as he can and fit it into fucking spots that yep. it had no business in. And he'd make plays. I mean, it was, it was like a, it was a, gr- it was a really good era for the Packers. And I think it brought people, it brought the attention to him for sure. Cause weren't they really bad in like the 70s oh, and yeah. 80s? Yeah, really bad. I mean, they weren't really, they were only good back fucking in like the 60s. <laughs> yeah forever ago yeah and then uh you know it kind of brought their atten- people's attention back to him and then aaron everybody knows aaron Rodgers, so for sure we we've been lucky with quarterbacks that team has you think that team's been real lucky with quarterbacks. they've had like four franchise quarterbacks for like fucking the last like 80 years <laughs> <laughs> who would you if you had uh if you could either have uh prime brett Favre or prime rogers are you taking prime bart star Put Bard Star in the game. <laughs> Dude, he'd be fine with the new rules. He wouldn't even get hit. Put him in right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could put him in right now, he'd be fine. Everything you if you touch him, it'd be roughing the passers. So I know, we're digressing a little bit right now, but that's the thing is I wish uh I wish and I said this from the from the beginning, I really wish that the front office for Dallas didn't pick Dak over Romo. Mm-hmm. Especially now, looking back, I bet you they regret that shit. Because Dak, we'll get into it when we get to the Dallas game, but Dak does not look promising anymore. He's very concerning. It is, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I can't really put my finger on what that is. If it is Dak, or maybe it's just their scheme. Like I can't tell what's going on with that. Yeah. But you know that he can do this shit because he's done it before. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he, he, his potential's there. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a mental thing. I think his confidence is gone. Yeah. He doesn't think... look, he looks so, I was, I told my dad this after it happened last year when he got sacked six times by yeah. Adrian Claiborne, I was like, that's it. It's, he's going to get the David Carr treatment. Remember mm-hmm. David Carr? Yeah. Looked right. really good for Houston. Got sacked like 85 times in yeah. back-to-back seasons. Shell-shocked. Matt Schaub, same thing. Same team. Yeah, got you the get a shit beat scared. out of him. You get a little scared in the pocket. Oh yeah, but he's he's a little mobile too, and I feel like he doesn't use it enough. No, no, for that, sure. That offensive line isn't that bad. I, I think, but I think he needs to just be a little bit more. He needs be, a little bit more pocket presence. He needs more pocket awareness in general. I think he yeah. just needs to know when to move in certain places in the pocket. For he sure. takes sacks. I mean, he takes sacks like he really shouldn't. He can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. A lot of quarterbacks just want to hold on to the ball instead of getting rid of it. Speaking of quarterbacks that hold on to the ball too much, fucking Cam Newton bent over yeah. the Bengals. I'm assuming. The score was 31-21. I'm assuming well, he had a good Well, Cam game. Newton's like one of those guys who's like, he's going to hold the ball because he knows that he can do shit with his legs. And he knows he's not going to get hurt. And he knows fu- the dude's made out of medicinal steel. Yeah, he's he's huge. <laughs> like, so you know, like he knows that he can break tackles. He he can break a fucking sack and run for fifteen yards. 
He's he's another. He only threw for one fifty. Really, but two he had touchdowns. two touchdowns. He had two rushing touchdowns. Cam right, Newton's one of those is, guys. Uh, I I fucking love watching Cam Newton play, man. A lot of people hate him because he comes off as a. He's a really nice guy, but in interviews, he's kind of a fucking bonehead. He's right, kind of stupid. Yeah. But I really love Cam Newton, man. Don't tell my dad. <laughs> my dad fucking hates him. <laughs> yeah, I I like Cam. He's he's. I'm actually really surprised Carolina won this game because Cincinnati, like Andy Dalton and that whole oh offense. My God, four interceptions. Yeah, that's the problem. Andy Dalton's another guy. I mean, he's still. 350 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, but it's ball security. Like yeah, that, that's that his That gives problem. the other team points. I mean, they're, they're, Carolina probably scored off turnovers at least three times. Yeah. You and know? even if that's nine points, say they say even they got a, a field goal off of each interception. Yeah. That's a 12-point swing. Exactly. That's the game. You know? Right. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Who the fuck is Tyler Boyd? 130 yards, one touchdown. AJ Green, only 58 yards. That's fine. AJ Green's a guy nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. I really think he is the best receiver in the league. Yeah, Tyler um, Eifert catches doesn't drop balls. It seems like he's no. a solid fucking. Receiver. He's really good. He's just made a. He's like Gronk. If Gronk, he's actually like he's a pretty big dude. Like yeah, he's he's like a less durable Gronk. Right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Gronk light. Yeah. <laughs> Diet Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with tight ends too. Is um. They're so big that they, you know, most guys that are covering them, if they get an open field, you have to take out their legs. Right, yeah. But look at that, though. Christian McCaffrey, he's finally coming into his own this year. A lot of people, I was low on him last year, I'll admit it, but he's looking really good this year, too. Mm-hmm. He's really looking the way he did back in college, catching, running routes like a receiver, you know, dodging tackles, breaking tackles, going long. He's looking really good. I think... Yeah. Uh, Honestly, the NFC is going to be a fucking slugfest. Yeah, the yeah. NFC is scary this year because you have... The NFC North looks weak right now. It's weird. I don't know why. But the NFC North, there's only one team with two wins, and it's Chicago. Yeah. And they should have three. Right. If they you know didn't choke week one or whatever, they played Green Bay. Yeah. And then... Uh, Green Bay should should be two and one. Either Green Bay or Minnesota shouldn't have lost to Buffalo. I feel that like Green the f- Bay's been shooting themselves in the foot. They should be better than where they're at right now yeah. for sure. But they've also been getting those fucked up penalties, and that's that happens to a lot of teams right now. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I really think uh, there's too much affecting games right now. Is the problem too many flags? I hate. That I, whenever something awesome happens, you have to. There's watch a flag. Out for a flag. Yeah. There's always a flag. Anytime there's a fucking, um, a, a pass play that's over twenty yards, there's a flag. There's a fucking hold. Whenever there's a punt return or a kick return touchdown, there's always every. It seems like every punt return or kick return is a fucking illegal block in the back. Yep. Or a fucking hold. It's it's crazy. But this thing is like this shit happens on every play. Like there's always a hold on every play. If you watch every snap in the NFL. You you'll be able to pick somebody out on that offensive line that's technically holding. Yeah, like that's just what you do. That's what offensive linemen do. You hold them back. There it's, was a there was a a tackle for the Cowboys way back when. He was pretty decent too. His name was Flozell Adams. Yeah, I remember him. And he they were interviewing him about uh, rules and stuff. I think it was when they were interviewing him about uh, Dallas 
drafting their new offensive line, the new Great Wall. Mm-hmm. They were asking him questions, and he was like, I held on every play. Yeah. Joe Thomas even said the same thing. He it's held your on job. Every play. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Technically. And and if you have a mobile quarterback, which a lot of them are now, you, you're blocking, and you don't know that your quarterback's moving to your side, so you're still blocking the guy like this. Mm-hmm. And so... When your quarterback goes over here onto the side of you, now technically you're holding because you don't know your quarterback's over there. Yeah. Like, that's just... Yeah, it's really fickle, man. It's kind of crazy. Speaking of fickle, what the fuck's going on with Houston? Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Where'd you go? I don't know what happened to him. It's another guy that, like, has a good year, like Dak, and then kind of, like, lost something. I don't know. Yeah. It's something. It's one of those things you can't really quantify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe the guys around him. That could be it. I know their O line isn't that good. He has DeAndre Hopkins, who probably is another, probably the second or third best receiver in the league. I think. Yeah. I think oh, you can sure. rotate between Green, Hopkins, and Julio. Yeah. And Antonio Brown and Odell. Those are the five. You could put any of them in any order in the top five, and you're you're right. Right. Um. He, he had he didn't have a bad five, game. So yeah. He didn't really have a bad game. Uh I I really don't think you want him throwing that think, much though. No, but I 40, think the, I think that interception probably hurt him. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um uh, and 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 like we said, Eli's fucking he's, Eli, he's either, did he, did, is that a perfect game? Twenty five of twenty nine. I mean pretty much. Yeah. Three hundred yards, two touchdowns. Like what the fuck? Right. I mean that's yeah, that's an Eli game, though. That like, is an Eli game. Next week, he's going to go 5 of 39 <laughs> yeah. for 20 yards. Yeah. And, and four interceptions. And four interceptions. <laughs> and then he's going to be on the bench at the end of the game. Yeah, they're going to break his streak again. Yeah. That's what happens, though. That's Eli. Yeah, I, I don't... Can't, I can't imagine being a Giants fan. I think the Giants are the worst team in, in, the, in the NFC East right now, for sure. <laughs> I, they really are. I mean... They lost the Cowboys, so they're at least worse right, than the Cowboys yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the Cowboys are <laughs> solidly math, they're solidly third. <laughs> you know, um, I don't have any confidence. Really, both of those teams. I wasn't expecting the Giants to do that well. No. I really think they should have taken a quarterback instead of Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Especially if you take a guy like uh, Sam Darnold or Josh Allen and have him learn behind Eli. Because as much as people shit on Eli, he's he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's won two sure. Super Bowl MVPs. He's already a lock for that, I would say. Yeah, he's a decent quarterback to learn from. Well, he's a Manning, so I feel like yeah. he's a shoe-in already. And then with Houston, you know, it's nice that J.J. Watt's back, but J.J. Watt's back is not back. <laughs> no. You know, he is not. He's still really good. He's never going to be Defensive Player of the Year J.J. Watt ever again, unfortunately. No, that dude was a savage when he could play. <laughs> I'm going to tell, I'm going to talk to my future kids about him for sure. Like the most ridiculous player I've ever seen on defense, probably him and Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is just out of this world. He reminds me of like DeMarcus Ware, Clay Matthews three years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like when Clay was actually high motor and he would so like actually six years get, ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, maybe six years. Well, no, maybe like a year after the Super Bowl or so. Yeah. Even the Super Clay Bowl Matthews year, he, even pretty, the Super Bowl year, he was a fucking. Savage. Clay Matthews was fucking ridiculous, and I loved all these people, especially you. But now it's like it. you can't hit. He can't hit the quarterback. So he, how's he going to get a, what? The, his stats don't matter now. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Clay Matthews used to be so good. And when I see, uh, I think now he's just a a hold the gap kind of guy. Like he's more like a, he's he's less aggressive. He'd be better served as like a weak side, like run stuffing. They had him as a middle linebacker for a couple, a year or two, or maybe just a season. And, uh, I think he is better on the outside. Yeah. He's fast. Oh yeah. So that's why he's still super athletic. Right. That's what, that's why they like him on the outside. They want him to be able to pursue outside runs and things like that to that strong side. I think he's a solid guy for that, but he's not a uh, he's not the guy he was. No. Like as far as pass rushing goes. He still can push guys back, but he's not like going to shed he's blocks like immediately. A, he's not like fucking... a 10 or 11 sack guy right. a year. Right. Sack a year guy. <laughs> he gets to the quarterback obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's been flagged enough for it. Yeah. Uh yeah, when I see JJ Watt, I think of I think of a combination of like prime DeMarcus, I mean, just from guys that I watch, I think of prime DeMarcus Ware mixed with uh, Terrell Suggs or James Harrison. Like, he's got that speed and quickness like DeMarcus Ware did, and he's just such... Yeah. Yeah. He's such a monster. (laughs) I love how my my phone's attached to the screen, and my... I get a text that says we're ordering a sheet pizza. (laughs) Jake's like, yup. (laughs) (laughs) Bust out the malt liquor, ma. Oh, shit. But yeah, JJ Watt's just a scary guy. Wait, she just said, if no one answers, then I will order. Wait, you got to read what that says now. (laughs) Oh, what toppings do you want? What toppings do you want? I don't know. (laughs) You're going to ask me. She's calling you now. I don't know. Fucking A. <laughs> Let's go with uh Let's go with pineapple mushroom barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I always go with I would say just uh, you know, sometimes you got to sometimes you got to stick with the classic cheese and uh and garlic, you know what I mean? I love garlic pizza. You do. It's fucking weird. <laughs> you like a plain garlic pizza. It's really weird, man. I don't know. Uh, fuck it. You know what? We'll let it. We'll just let it come to us. <laughs> just be like, let it ride. Just tell her it's up to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to answer. <laughs> no, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> you fucking figured it. Uh, um, yeah, but JJ Watt's just a scary looking dude in general. Yeah. <laughs> I still think he's a top 10 pass rusher in the league right now, but uh, he's one of those guys here like Bo Jackson. His body just quit on him, you know? Yeah. I feel like he. Yeah, he's so big. He's got a lot to carry around too. So yeah, the dude's six six, like two ninety or yeah. some shit. I mean, it's all not, he does is bench. It's not great and on your body. Kick trees to death, like the dude. Yeah. He, he probably sacks. He kicks like, He probably trees sacks there. California redwoods. Yeah, and brings them down. <laughs> That's one way you can train, I guess. Yeah. So uh, Texans Giants uh, shit show game shit show teams fucking both. Texans Jags. Titans Jags, but yeah. Titans Jags. Uh, that's the Jaguars that's, for you, man. This is a that's high, Jags- scoring, yeah. high scoring affair here. Titans nine, six. nine, Jaguars six. That's the Jaguars, man. Yeah. They were they were my number one team uh before the season started. Yep. They're, they're still they're still team. my they're, they're like, still my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. I feel like they're just explosive. But I feel like it's weird that they only score six points here. 
I feel like the Titans' defense is way better than we give them credit for, and they're also divisional rivals. Yeah, uh, yeah, they know each other for sure. And uh, but that six points when you have you have superstar quarterback yeah, Blake Bortles. That's that's just and you got you got the greatest backup in the league with TJ. <laughs> I'm surprised they scored six. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you have Blake Bortles throwing to Keelan Cole and Marquise Lee. But Marquise Lee is on one crutch already, just in case. I like Blake Bortles. It's another. I guy do that's... too. He's he's a cool dude. I remember that he got it. He did an interview and they were talking to him. They're like, "What would you do right now if you weren't in the NFL?" And he goes, "I don't know. Probably doing construction and smoking menthols." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's probably right. He's probably doing that right now. He's right, like yeah. he's probably working on the roads in a swiggo. The... <laughs> yeah, he does that in his off time. Yeah. Uh, next game, uh, rest in peace, Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers cap space because he yeah. tore his ACL and partially tore his MCL yeah. on a non-contact play. So much for the safety rules. Right. You know, <laughs> that's funny. I've actually seen guys getting hurt trying to avoid those rules. Yeah, that'll have. we'll talk about that um, with the next game up, the Dolphins player, William yeah. Hayes. We'll talk yeah. about that next. For sure, because that's just that's, yep, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's exactly the opposite of what they wanted. Yeah, so the Chiefs win thirty-eight twenty-seven. Patrick Mahomes breaks the record for most touchdowns in the first three games of the season, initially set by Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs' offense keeps on rolling, and their defense is actually playing a lot better than everybody expected. My question is, are they going to keep that pace? <laughs> and that's that's what's always hard. Like if like I said, I think with week three. Yeah. You look at it and you go like, okay, well, this team looks good, but how are they going to look in four weeks? How are they going to look in five weeks? I feel like out of all the teams that are 3-0 and right now, which is, let me look. Hang on. I got a text. Your mom, your mom was asking me what I want on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but that'd be crazy. So we got uh, the Dolphins, the Chiefs. And the Rams are all three and zero. Three and zero. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, right. so yeah, the Rams are the best team in the league, bar none. They just look way better than everybody else they played so far. But we're not talking about the Rams right now. Right. So Chiefs, Niners. Um, I, I think the big story here is just Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Really, the Chiefs' offense, I think, is going to keep rolling. I mean, they were great last year. Yeah. The problem I'm thinking of is just is their defense going to suck as bad as they're supposed to right. eventually. Um, that really sucks for Jimmy G, though. Yep, that's more or less what the situation was for this game. Sam what, Fran, wasn't he? He was trying to do. He was trying to do a juke. He was trying to juke a defender out mm-hmm. and fell or something. He, I know he was trying to juke a, jefen, uh, ju- a defender, du- duke a defender, and towards ACL. Yeah. And and Justin Houston said the same thing. Justin Houston, uh, linebacker for the Chiefs. One of the other great pass rushes in the league said, uh, "If you're a quarterback, why are you trying to do running back moves? Just go out of bounds. You can't risk it." Right. You know, and he's got a point. Really, as insensitive as that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, most quarterbacks, you just gotta slide. You just gotta slide or fucking get out of bounds. You can't take this to chance, especially when like you're the fucking centerpiece of the fucking offense. Especially when you are the reason why San Francisco is in a prime time slot for the next six weeks of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. San they Francisco's have, uh, 
they it's so strange that they with Kaepernick they were a decent team. Yep. Imagine if they re-sign him. They won't, but imagine if they do. That'd be hilarious. San Fran needs to sign a deal with Nike, and then they can get him back. (laughs) Because fucking Nike loves him. But, man, I tell you, though, if they had Kaepernick back, I think they're fucking in good shape. (laughs) At least they're in better shape than they are. problem with Kaepernick is he hasn't played in two years. Yeah. But he's probably better, unless you can get Jay Cutler to come out of retirement, but he's having a good time being on he's fucking E! Entertainment though. Network. Right, yeah. He's on his wife's fucking reality TV show. <laughs> well, Kaepernick's another guy that moves a lot. You yeah. Know, he's a guy that fucking, he'll get They'd out of at the least, They would at least beat Green Bay this year. Yeah, they would. Because Green Bay doesn't know how to stop a nosebleed when they're playing against Colin Kaepernick. They can't fucking hold their fucking jock. It's funny because they can't protect against quarterbacks that run, like, at all. So, so even Cam Newton gives him trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, that's – and then Dak even, and Dak doesn't really run that yeah, often. He's yeah. more of a scrambler. He's more of like a, like a Steve Young or a – Well, he's like a last resort runner, yeah, basically. Yeah. But, yeah. That's that. That's more or less that's the story there. Dolphins, Raiders. Um, the Raiders, I I feel bad for the Raiders. <laughs> Dude, know? they traded away the MVP of the year. Yeah. They yeah. literally, at least, they traded away the defensive player of the year. I think John Gruden wants, it's strange the way he's rebuilt. He's rebuilding the teams, but he's rebuilding it with veterans. Yeah, I think he's trying to change the culture. Yeah. And at the same time, he doesn't want anybody on the team that was there before he got there. Yeah. And I think ah, it's just really stupid. It's really stupid. He doesn't know how I to run I feel like team what anymore. he's doing is taking all of the players that he did the Gruden grinder thing with <laughs> <laughs> and putting them on the same team. Because I remember him talking high, high about Jordy Nelson, talking about Carr. Like a lot of the players that are on his team, he was just high on. Yeah. And I think he's trying to put them all on the same team and get them to work chemistry-wise. I think it might. Uh, eventually, I think they might click. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Because they're, they're, Jordy Nelson went crazy. Mm-hmm. He had a good game. Yeah, he did. Derek Carr looked good. Amari Cooper looked like Amari Cooper. Yep. Marshawn Lynch looked good. I mean, it's you look at that roster, it's like they have to click. There's yeah. no way that they don't. But now you're behind three games, so you're in a rough spot. But I think with John Gruden, like he knows he knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's not like the guy's a fucking idiot. I, I think, think he can figure something out. And they're not going to get rid of him after this year. They're paying him ten million a no. year. No, yeah, no, he'll stick around. And I think the team might click. And if they don't, then maybe it's my fault. But <laughs> it's somebody's I, fault for sure. Yeah, I I think they might. I mean, there's I can't imagine that team doesn't fucking you know, at least get up to 500. Yeah. You got to get up to 500. They gotta, I think they'll be at least, yeah, 7-9 and nine or 8-8. Eight and eight. The right. problem is their division. Yeah. Their yeah, division is, is the hardest in the league, in my opinion, yeah. besides probably the, the NFC South. Yeah. But the Dolphins look really good, so. And that's, a, that's uh, I think that's a team most people didn't see coming. Yeah, uh, Tannehill looks really good. 
Uh, this is their second three and zero start since two thousand two, and it's and it's Tannehill's first season in two years, and mm-hmm. he he is looking really good, honestly. Yeah. Um, he's another dude that just, uh, you know, he kind of started off as like a consistent guy and just average, starting to break out a little bit. Yeah, it's um. It's just weird. Uh, I feel like the only people like this is definitely the Miami Dolphins fans a fucking a tota so moment. Yeah, because he's looking really good. The whole team is looking really good. Adam Gase, who was a great coordinator for uh, Chicago for the offense, he made Jay Cutler look pretty. Like the I think he was only on Chicago for two years, and he made Jay Cutler look really good. Yep. And now he's got his guys. The defense is really underrated too. They got Rashad Jones, they got Kiko Alonso, Robert Quinn, Cameron Wake. Mm-hmm. Their entire defense is above average guys. And uh yeah, I don't and <laughs> I can't believe Frank Gore is still playing. He only had twelve yards, but still. Yeah. They but... only had forty one rushing yards on the whole they only rushed it fourteen times. Yeah. I mean Tannehill, it's like 289 and three touchdowns. I mean, that's fucking, that's at least, that's what you want. Like, that's solid. Like, it's not like a fucking mind-blowing game. I mean, it's it's crazy. Oakland hasn't been in games that, like, they've lost by a lot, though. Like, Oakland's been in the game. I was reading today that Oakland has not trailed in the first three quarters at all this season. Right. They've only trailed in the fourth quarter, and it's always in, like, the last ten minutes of the game. Yeah. So they just need to stop, you know, Derek Carr, 345, one and two. All that's right. the, he's turning it over, you yeah. know. I think that's the problem. Marshawn Lynch had sixty four yards, Doug Martin had forty three. I mean, this is like um and Jordy Nelson, look at this, one seventy three in a touchdown. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's I mean, maybe that's my answer right there. Jordy Nelson. Yeah. I mean I mean the dude is if 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 him and Carr can fucking start connecting, I don't think that's that's a fucking tough combo to be. Yeah, because Jordy gets open. And if and if fucking Amari Cooper can stop dropping every other ball that's thrown. Yeah, away. and like I said on the last show, there, uh, Jordy doesn't drop balls. So I don't remember the last time I saw Jordy Nelson drop a pass. Yeah, uh, he's fucking. He's just consistent, and I think uh, I think Carr can. I think that's going to be a good... Like I said, I think that team's going to click. I just do. I agree. I, I do think... Um, I mean, if you're building... That looks like a team that I built in Madden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that looks like a team I built in Above Madden average franchise. quarterback, solid wide receivers, solid yeah. running backs, yeah. average offensive line. Decent defense. Decent defense. I mean, I, I don't know. All veterans <laughs> on cheap deals. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I signed a bunch of free agent wide receivers and got a bunch of... <laughs> I know the fucking the Madden roster I have. Every time I start a franchise, I immediately sign. I <laughs> I immediately sign Des Bryant, Eric Reed, and uh, oh, he got signed by somebody. I think he got. I don't know who he got signed by, but Jonathan Hankins, the nose tackle. Mm, yeah, but he's always a beast in Madden. Even though, like, he's he's decent against the run in real life, but that's all he really is. He's a run stuffer. But in Madden, for some reason, he gets like eight sacks a year. <laughs> like classic classic Madden so the Bills fucking slaughtered the Vikings 
what that, was that game about? was hilarious. I, I, I mean, I just don't even know how this <laughs> happens. <laughs> I mean, and I, Josh Allen, like, what the fuck? That fucking hurdle. Yeah, I was just gonna say that hurdle was amazing. It was, it was pretty great. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to hurdle us next week because I'm pretty sure we're playing Buffalo. Oh boy. He actually topped out at like 21 miles an hour on one of his rushes. <laughs> really? Which is like the second fastest in the league or something. Yeah. He, yeah. uh, that's, I don't know. Maybe that team pulls together. Who knows? They made it to the playoffs last year mm-hmm. and LaShawn McCoy didn't play Sunday. Yeah. And they beat the Vikings by fucking 21 points. Like what? Yeah. I think the Bills, that's the problem is that you, like you said, we've said it like eight times now, week three, you can't tell. No, I think you really by, can't. By week eight, if the, if the Dolphins aren't at the, aren't doing as well, I think the Bills take them over. I think the Bills are pretty good. I think they're another team that. They got potential to break out, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're. They're all guys that have been playing together for so long. They they seem more like, uh, sort of like, remember how the Spurs were? The Spurs were all chemistry guys. Yeah. The Bills are a lot of chemistry guys. You know, they're obviously not going to win five titles in fucking 20 years or whatever, but I mm-hmm. feel like they'll be all right. If they don't make the playoffs, they'll at least be all right, you know? Right. Yeah, they'll be, uh, I think maybe next year's their year. Yeah, especially Josh Allen gets another year or two. Right, under it's his like belt. they need to get a little bit of chemistry going, and they'll be yeah. fine. I don't know that they do it this year, though. No. Who knows? Who fucking knows? I mean, they they're playing the Vikings. I mean, they're solid in Minnesota. Team. Yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, imagine yeah. being there and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch the Bills Vikings game. Yeah. I'm gonna spend two hundred bucks for a ticket. It's gonna be a fucking slaughter." Yeah, I can't wait to watch them slaughter the Bills. That's because yeah. that's what usually happens. Mm-hmm. Eagles Colts twenty sixteen. I don't have anything to say about this game. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think I even really paid much attention to this game. It was. I think it was on red zone, and I they barely really showed anything from it because it wasn't. Like, I know it was neck and neck, and Carson Wentz looked like rookie Carson Wentz, but that's yeah. what you expect after coming off a torn ACL. Right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Wentz. Uh, I think that was really the headline for this. Yeah, that's really all. Forty minutes. Time the Colts are one of the teams that just don't interest me. No, they really don't. I just don't um, I feel interested in that and watching that team. And same with the Eagles, really, for some reason. The Eagles just won the Super Bowl, but I couldn't give less of a fuck, even though they're in my division. I know. I just, for some reason, I don't care about It's that like, team. I'm more interested in the Redskins than the Eagles. Right, yeah. So, you know, Eagles, I don't even know if they look, they're probably, they're probably the best team in it's the like, division. But. If you go through all these games, and, and probably the least interesting to me, for some reason, is the Colts and the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. And it's really, I guess, it's cool that Frank Reich, who was the coach of the Colts now, used to be a coach for the Eagles. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Andrew Luck is back, and it's the same old fucking story. He's carrying the Colts. Yeah. Because for some reason. They don't want to build around him for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's what their intention is, but they don't do it, so. Yeah, so, you know. They're going to waste a couple years of him for sure. I think, I think he's a guy that. Maybe he needs to move to a different team. <laughs> he needs to go to Denver, just like yeah. the last great Colts quarterback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here's your game. I didn't watch this at all. This was uh, not great. Adrian Peterson went off, for, for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, in the first half, he looked like he fucking, it was six years ago. Uh, he was fast. He was hitting the hole hard. Like he would see openings and just be through it immediately. He'd be down the fucking field. Dude, he is still so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable really how good a shape he, he's still in. And we're a team that knows like the Packers know Adrian Peterson. They probably, still, probably still, better than everybody else. Yeah. How many years have they played him? And they, they still can't stop him. <laughs> doesn't matter what team he's playing for, but they, uh, the Packers dropped a lot of balls. They had a lot of opportunities. There was like a fourth down where they where Rodgers hit Cobb over the over like the middle and he dropped it mm-hmm. on a fourth and like two, I think, fourth and maybe like one and a half or whatever. Um not I mean Rodgers is good like they as far as turnovers, doesn't turn the ball over usually. Yeah. But the defense doesn't they either have a good game or they just fucking just completely blow it. And I think they miss a lot of tackles. They've always missed a lot of tackles. But I think the big story was, and and it is going to continue to be as long as it keeps happening, is the the hits, the yeah. quarterback hits. <clears throat> and I mean, I think we can talk about that after we're done. Yeah, well, definitely. It's gonna, we're going to dive two. into that a little bit. It'll be the, that'll be the post pizza part, right? Um, Aaron Jones. I I don't know what the fuck. I I can't. I, I don't know what the deal is with Mike McCarthy, but I, I'm getting sick of him. Seriously. This Aaron Jones ran six attempts and he looked really good. But hey, uh, let's not run him anymore. Let's just keep throwing the ball. It's not working, but <laughs> let's not run Aaron Jones. We it's been so long since they've had a solid running back. I think if Aaron Jones gets more touches, he is a dude that like uh at least does what they need him to do, which is make the other team think about the run. They need like an Isaiah Crowell kind of guy. They need somebody who just pounds it up the fucking middle or you just need the defense to think about the fucking run once in a while. Yeah. Cuz when you when you're playing what's essentially a prevent defense on every <laughs> every fucking play, it's uh it's easier to defend. You know, I understand they were down most of the game, but Rodgers still shouldn't be throwing 44 times a game. No. Especially, you know, with a knee issue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Especially, he shouldn't be running it either. No, no, he shouldn't. He he did he did man. He was toughing it out. Oh, how does uh, Geronimo Allison look? He's a guy that I was really excited to see. He's, I saw he only had two catches. No, but. he's pretty solid though. He doesn't. He hasn't dropped anything really recently. So, I think Rogers looks at him, but I he he knows he has guys that are consistent like fucking Adams. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams leads the league in touchdowns, and he has for a long time. Like this guy's an underrated dude. Like I feel like Devontae Adams is one of the top receivers right now, but people don't talk about him because his name isn't there. And he's also Green Bay's. Uh, he's also Rogers' receiver. Right. I feel like they all get that treatment. Yeah. And you got Jimmy Graham, who, you know, I feel like he's going to be consistent. At least he catches the ball. And we just had a couple guys. Like I said, we just had guys that just dropped the ball. Like Lance Kendricks fucking missed a huge fucking third down down the sideline. Just dropped it. Went right through his hands. Just um, miscues, basically. Mm-hmm. Just not, not playing the way they should. But I felt like um, they definitely could have won that game. They just uh, shot themselves in the foot and, you know, penalties and shit like that happens. Washington 
I don't know that Washington looks that great. I think Adrian Peterson looks great is what it is. Yeah. And I think he was really just firing that offense offense up because he had some breakthrough runs. And, I mean, it seems like he didn't even get touched on a couple of them. But um, frustrating game to watch, for me at least. Um, Yeah, I guess that's it for me. I didn't watch any of that one either. I was I was bleaching my bathroom Sunday, so I missed most of the mm-hmm. one o'clock games. Yeah, it was it was frustrating. They Peterson had two touchdowns in the first half, so yeah, he was running all over him. Chargers, Rams, Rams, Rams look uh, real good. I yeah, like the Rams a lot. That one's simple. The Rams just look way too good. Yeah, exactly. The Rams. That's, is... Yeah. Um, if you have a defensive line with Michael Brockers, Aaron Donald, and Indomitian Sue. Mm-hmm. That's all we have to talk about, really. Right. They completely stifled the Chargers' offense, made Phillip Rivers look like a bitch. Mm-hmm. They shut down the run game, you know. Yeah. I think it's just this. It's just L.A. It's weird. As soon as they moved, they just, all of a sudden, they're good. Yeah. What's going on there? Maybe it's, they like the Coliseum. They, well, they they have a direct main line to Alex Jones and all of the... Right. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, that's true. Alpha brain, alpha boost supplements. Uh, Bears, Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals look like the worst team I've seen since the Browns. The Cardinals are embarrassing. Year. Yeah, they look so bad. Um, I really wanted them to win this game, though. It was it was a close game. I, I was watching it right until the last minute because I didn't want the the Bears to win. Obviously, it gives them the divisional lead. Yeah, but I think, I mean, at least Arizona was in the game against Chicago. <laughs> but Chicago's uh their defense is just way too I think good. they're yeah. Yeah. I think him them and the, the Packers are two at the top of that division for sure. Now the Lions have been good recently, but I don't know, I think Chicago and Green Bay are the ones to watch. Yeah, really Minnesota is just too inconsistent. Um, yeah, Minnesota isn't uh, they. It's weird because they play really well and then they drop the ball in big games or something, yeah. or or games they overlook. You know, I feel like they overlook a lot of games. They definitely Vikings have, Buffalo. have done that for some reason. They seem to lose to teams they shouldn't lose to. Uh, Seahawks, Cowboys, Seattle. I mean, Seattle's not even a great team right now. It seems like Dallas's defense is probably the best defense I've seen them have they, since they, they had uh, DeMarcus Ware and Anthony Spencer. Yeah. Brady James, Sean Lee, you know, uh, Roy Williams, way back, like, I'm talking, like, 10 years ago, yeah. 8 years ago. This I don't think Sean thing, Lee was on the team, but... I just don't know that they... The, the Cowboys offense just couldn't get rolling. It's there was so, nothing it's to, It's bad. It's, it is... They couldn't get a spark started or anything. Nobody is scared of Dak Prescott. Right. They're not scared of him. They're not scared of the receivers. Yeah. And we don't have Travis Frederick, who is the best center in the league. And so Zeke, he can't run up the middle as much. Right. Connor Williams, like, the, that's the problem, too, is that you can have Tyron Smith top three tackle. Lael Collins, probably a top 10 tackle. Zach Martin's the best guard in the league. Connor Williams is really good. He's on his way to becoming a really good left guard. Mm-hmm. But you miss the one puzzle piece, you're done. Yeah. Zeke had a great game, 130 yards. Yeah. 16 attempts. He had a really bad uh, penalty. 
where he caught a screen pass for a touchdown, but he stepped out of bounds mm-hmm. before he got the ball. I remember seeing both of Prescott's interceptions, and they were just balls he shouldn't have thrown. And it, it's yeah. that simple, really. It really is that simple. And um, I'm trying to think. 19 for 34 is just not a good fucking stat line. Nin- not even 19 for 34. 19 for 34, but only 168 right. yards. That's. He's not. Uh, I don't think he's seeing the field. He's just not seeing the field. No. He needs glasses. <laughs> he does. He does. And, and this is the thing that kills me, too. Look down for a second. You should not be throwing the ball to Jeff Swain yeah, seven times a game. that's what I mean. You should not be throwing the ball at Cole Beasy's all right. I like Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns is really good. Michael Gallup is going to be pretty decent. He yeah. isn't that quick, and he's pretty small. Yeah. But I mean, his but, route but, but, running is really good, and as soon as he gets bulky, why is Tavon Austin so low? I, I feel like this is a good receiver core, realistically. It really is. Like Cole, I feel like he's got guys to throw to. They're going to be open. Yeah. And, and, and Alan Hearns is, has always been consistent, you know? Yeah. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm really excited that Bryce Butler is coming back. Uh, he's the only receiver that Dak was ever confident in. Oh yeah, and Zeke had a fumble too. That was right. Yeah, they they turned the ball over too much. There was they not do. enough. There wasn't enough. Uh, I don't know. They they just weren't protected. With my it. my biggest takeaway from this game is that Leighton Vanderesh is the real deal at linebacker. Yeah. Uh Jalen Smith is the real deal at linebacker. Taco Charlton is the real deal at defensive end. But we finally took Byron Jones off of being a free safety, made him a corner which is what he played in college. Unreal. It's yeah. like night and day. And I don't think you know this, but the Dallas Cowboys defensive backs coach was the same defensive backs coach for the Legion of Boom. Oh, really? And the defense, the whole defense is completely different now. In huh. just like last year the front 7 was good and this year the 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 back 4 are great. But it's just the offense, you know. Yeah. Even if we had That's really what it is. And it's ball ball protection. They yeah. don't they don't do that. Um uh, that's I think if they can clean that up, they'll be fine. Luckily, Dallas plays Detroit next week and then Houston the week after. Right. So they could probably be three and two. And the NFC East is literally the the biggest fucking that's just magic eight ball type shit. Right, Every year yeah. nobody I don't think anybody wins the NFC East more than one year in a row. Yeah. Most of them go worse to first. Right, yeah. So exactly. don't be surprised if the Giants win the NFC East this year and go fucking thirteen and three. You know, I think I would be, but <laughs> true. <laughs> I'd still be surprised. Biggest takeaway is that Dallas should not be. They have to have the confidence. They gotta get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they, think if they win a game or two, I mean, I think if they get a couple wins, string them together, they'll be fine. Then they can, yeah. you know, like you said, it's confidence, the and I think is, they're not protecting the ball. They're definitely a, they're they remind me of New England where they're definitely a second half of the season team. Like last year, they uh, they were awful without Zeke. Obviously, this but, is a perfect example of how turnovers matter. Yeah, Earl Thomas two picks. Mm-hmm. If Look, only, don't if throw only, to him. Yeah, don't throw to if him. If only we would have traded. I personally, you got tra- other receivers. Don't throw to the guy that he's fucking covering. Yeah, I personally would have traded a second. And a fourth for Earl Thomas. Yeah. Or a second and a fifth or uh whatever, whatever, a second and a third, whatever they wanted for Earl Thomas. Exactly. So, oh, well, 
On to the so next the game. Lions beat the Patriots. They finally had a fucking running game for once. That yeah, was that, interesting. The biggest thing with this one, the, the Patriots, Patriots defense looks really bad. Yeah. Well, their <laughs> offense doesn't look good either. No. The fuck were they doing? I the Patriots have started slow last couple of years, I think. And I think they're going to catch on. I think they're just going to be the regular fucking Patriots. They also don't have Julian Edelman. But, yeah, for sure. That's the problem. Dude, I, I just can't stand Bill Belichick, dude. That guy, he walked out. At the beginning of the fucking game, he walked out before it started. Walks out with, like, a, you know, his game face on and shit. There's a couple of kids in the, in the crowd reaching out to get a high five from him. He walks about an inch from him and just jogs right past him straight straight faced it's like you can't be bothered to lift your hand three inches and just touch the kid's fucking hand like at least come on dude <laughs> you know like <laughs> jesus christ you know what's funny you ever see him uh i get game face and shit but come on dude he, like, he really. did this he did this uh they had an nfl thing i don't remember if it was on espn or nfl network uh he's best friends with jimmy johnson the guy that used to be the coach of dallas in the 90s mm-hmm. they're best friends they did a like a thirty minute. He seems like he has no personality. Dude, whatsoever. he is the coolest guy ever. <laughs> really, <laughs> he really is. He's fucking hilarious. Jimmy John. I think it might be because he's around Jimmy Johnson too. Because he Jimmy just seems Johnson like such a cool. piece of shit like all the time for some reason. It's because he fucking grew up with Bill Parcells. Right. Yeah. Bill yeah. Parcells was his mentor. Dude, yeah, Bill Parcells the... could turn Robin Williams into fucking Hitler if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the Lions. I think their running game at least looked good, and that scares me a little bit. Look at that! Tom Brady might be the worst game of the past yeah, five years. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, Sonny Michelle, he only had fifty yards, but he looks pretty good. Um, Stafford is usually pretty good. I mean, he's, he's a in, guy that nobody talks about. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's just, he's in he's, that uh, Joe he's Flacco the closest, sort of thing. He's I think he's better than Flacco. He I, is, but he's he, in I, that same tier where it's like, uh, oh, he plays a real good game and then he fucks up hard. I and, think uh, he's the closest thing to Brett Favre that we have in the league right now. Yeah, and then Karrion Johnson with the fucking birdhouse, one hundred one yards. He's not bad. He. Uh, I feel, it's Legarrette weird because you got Legarrette Blunt and you don't run him instead. But I guess if I you think got a guy Blunt is fucking... more of a short yardage change yeah, yeah, of pace he's... guy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, sure. Golden he's... Tate, I knew he'd be number one. Marvin, their fucking receiving core is really yeah, good is. too. Kevin yep. Galladay is great. Yep. Uh, Luke Wilson's a good tight end. But Golden Tate, man, he's gonna be. He's he's in that uh, tier of receivers with like. Uh... Oh, I'm trying to think. No, I can't think of it now. He's in that same tier. He's in like the other, B, other guys, the B tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> you you could find a better wide receiver number one than Golden Tate, but if he's your number one receiver, you're not doing that bad. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I think he's better than any guy in the Cowboys. I think he's better than he's probably he'd probably be better than any other receiver in the NFC East besides Odell Beckham mm-hmm. and Alshon Jeffrey, because um, he's like. Uh, he he has the record for a receiver for most broken tackles. I don't know if you knew that or not. The dude does not. not he 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 breaks a tackle almost every catch he gets. He he does not go down. He's not that big of a guy either. Right. He's just fucking. He's swifty. He's dude. slippery as fuck. He wears, yeah. He's got uh, like fucking baby oil. Like you said, I think the Patriots are going to turn it around, but I don't think the Lions. I think the Lions are the worst team in in the NFC North. I don't think this kid's going to rush for 100 yards every game. So. <laughs> no, that either. <laughs> and then uh, 
finally we this get is to Steelers uh, Bucks. I I uh Did you watch that game? Yeah, I did. It was a great game. Yeah. And I really do think Fitzpatrick is finally Fitz Magic. He mm-hmm. lost and he threw four picks, I think, or three picks. Yeah. But he still threw for over four hundred yards. I, dude, he is the fucking man. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I am so happy that he's he's like he's fucking going for it now. Yeah. He's doing well. Yeah. Um, I mean, his receiving... they were saying how he's basically, I feel like he's basically thrown a pass for every team in the league <laughs> within the last like six years. I got to pull that up. They were, they were giving him, they were, they had like a stat where it was like five or six teams he's thrown for in like three seasons or some stupid shit. It was fucking crazy. That stat. Uh, I think it was like he completed a pass with X amount of teams um, but it's a crazy number because he just gets moved around so much. Yeah, he's played for the Rams, the Bengals, the Bills, the Titans, the Texans, the Jets, and the Bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and he's he's a guy. Right now, I'm really I'm really sold on him. Even though they lost, and he is a re, he had really bad uh, protection issues uh, yeah. last night. Yeah, but I think he's better than Winston. I'd keep him in instead of Winston. I think so too. The team is really rallying around Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, there's and something the about it. It's like an underdog the, the defense story. completely shut out Pittsburgh in the second half. But yeah. those those I three, think the three interceptions are what killed him. Yeah, even if he threw one less interception, but that's, still he still threw for four eleven and three touchdowns. Yeah. Um the the running game didn't do much. Peyton Barber is really good. Yeah, and he didn't do much, but Mike Evans, man, Mike Evans and OJ Howard and Deshaun mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah, they got. I mean, it's Cameron Bray. That is a solid. Those those are t- Mike Evans as a receiver. Nobody talks about because he plays for Tampa Bay. Right. If he played in the NFC East or the or the AFC East or any of the Western divisions, everybody would be talking about him all the time. I think he's he's really good. Yeah, he's like the the second coming of like uh, Brandon Marshall, you know. He's just a huge dude that can just, he just brings down everything. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Dez when he was younger, but I think he's going to last longer because, you know, he's, he seems a lot more focused. Yeah. I think Roethlisberger had a Ben Roethlisberger game. Yeah. You know, like this is just about what you'd expect from him. 300 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. And a, a pick, you know, cause he, he does always throw a fucking pick. It seems oh, like. Oh yeah. But I think it's a lot of times what he does is he stands in the pocket for too long and then he tries to get the ball out and he forces it. I yeah. think that's what his problem is. And he's, I mean, cause it's cause he's a big fucking guy and he can break a lot of those tackles. Yeah, for sure. Uh, James Connor mm-hmm. is the reason why they are not going to resign Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Book it. I am so happy that I picked him up in fantasy. I drafted him in like the eighth round and everybody laughed at me and he's been coming up big and he looks really good. And he took, I don't think he, he barely played last year. But they knew Le'Veon was going to be holding out, and yeah. they got him groomed and ready to be the number one running back, and he's doing a really good job. I'll tell you what, that second frame does not uh, help the t- the Buccaneers. You can't allow 24 points in the second. No. And, yeah, that's that's the problem, too, is their defense really they, stepped it up. They shut right. them out in the second yeah, half. Yeah, exactly. But it's just now, now it's like you've dug yourself a hole. So yeah, and the defense really blew it on the last drive. They let it, they let up three first downs and like four plays. Mm-hmm. You know, they. I think Pittsburgh got the ball with four minutes left, and I was like, all right, Tampa Bay's got this. And then it was just first down, first down, first down, first down. Yeah, game over. You know, not much you can do after that. Um, 
I think Tampa Bay, they're the biggest wild card in my opinion. Their offense is decent. They're 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 really, really above average. Their whole team is above average. Yeah, they are. Pittsburgh, their defense is pretty shitty. Uh but you got Big Ben and they got, like, Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, they're the same. It's the same story with the Steelers, you know. Yeah. I think with the Buccaneers, they're like all eighty sixes. Like it's like a team of eighty sixes. <laughs> yeah, you know for sure. I mean? um, <laughs> so they're like a B plus plus. The Steelers have like they have like five guys that are ninety fives, and then everybody else is in like the high seventies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. With like a plus one confidence. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah, that's the roundup of all the games. Yeah, so, so I think what we'll do is do another part, and we'll talk about uh this coming week a couple of things and do some predictions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all in all, what game? Uh, who is your who's your player of the week this week? You want to do that next part? We'll we'll look at we'll look at a couple guys. Allen. And who's that? I would say Allen is Josh Allen. Yeah, player of the week just because he was a spark for that fucking team. You know. Yeah. And I feel like he broke out pretty hard. Now, whether he can do that again, that's the question. But I think he uh, showed a lot. I think he it's because he came out of nowhere. You know, like, he, people weren't expecting him to play like that. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody was. I think that's that's the guy. Um, You know, I'm going to be super cliche. But uh, I really think <clears throat> that... Uh, Karrion Johnson, maybe. Karen Johnson looked really good. Peterson. Um, my player of the week is Khalil Mack. He the had, dude's uh, consistent, man. He, he, he doesn't had, stop, it seems like. No, he had five tackles, two sacks, a tackle for a loss, and a forced fumble. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude is basically doing the work of, like, three defensive players all at once. Right. And he's already on a defense that was top five last year. Yep. And did you see that they are, I don't know the exact number, but the Bears are number one in sacks, but their last in blitz percentage. Hmm. They're literally sending... Yeah, they don't have to. They they're can send sending four guys. four guys and getting the most sacks in yeah. the league right now. Yeah. Yeah, so, they, just get, they just get pressure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was really impressed. Uh, We'll talk about predictions coming up. I really think Khalil Mack is my, my pick for Defensive Player of the Year already, and hmm. he's really... He could be my pick for MVP. I mean, it's no... Way it, too early to tell yeah, predictions. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. But I think that... Uh, I mean, it's going to be hard to be that consistent. But I think if he does at least play even half as consistently, yeah. he's he's guaranteed a fucking MVP spot. Definitely. <laughs> like, I would say. He already has... He has two sacks in each game, a forced fumble... The thing is, if you're a defensive player, you get overlooked a little bit for that, defense, that, that MVP thing. Because... Mm-hmm. You just, you know, unless you're really making fucking waves, it's it's hard. And he is, so. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, he's the, he's the deciding factor for me for uh, Chicago. Because mm-hmm. they're a team. That's a defensive team. A defensive team, and they have a really good running back. And Trubisky is not bad, not great. And that's all they need, really. Right. It's just if the defense can stay the way they're playing. All right. Fuck the Eagles, dude. Well, I suppose that's it. So we'll be back uh, in just a second, I guess.
Clear Shots is available on any of your favorite podcast platforms. ClearShotsPodcast.com is the best place to find all of our social media links. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ClearShotsPod. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.